The human male never seems to progress past adolescence. To the Batmobile. Great. Googly moogly. Let's go. Danger. Let's go. I need a horse. Did Bigfoot take it? You wouldn't like me when I'm wrong, wrong, wrong you Yeah. I can fly. Big deal. Superhero sex organs. Hello, darling. Welcome to the Comic Trope. The Comic Trope is a podcast about comics and the culture that surrounds them. I, me, Blake, invite friends over, such as Smiling Dave and Amazing Amos, to ask questions about things that we Google while at work. Amos, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. I don't know how amazing I'm feeling today, but really? uh, I'm going to get through it. I can kind of hear it in your voice. I don't know if it's that or the fact that for the first time ever, instead of recording in a small room, we are in fact recording over the interwebs using Cast, which you can find out more information at it, tryca.st, which it took me a while to figure out this, uh, that spells out TriCast. Because what is .st, Dave? Do you know what country that is? is it, it's like a... It's, con- it's- no, no, it's it's not a country. It's just it's one of the new suffixes. Uh, they la- they eased up on those rules a couple oh, of yeah. years ago, and now you can do all number of. You remember when Tel Aviv? Things. Tel Aviv was just racking in the dough for a while because it was dot TV or something yeah, like right. that. <laughs> they were just like, "This is our only way of getting money." Please help us. Uh, yeah, uh, we're coming to you live from a small tube. A small tube shooting across illegal interwebs. You know, Do you I've, think that right mm-hmm. now some of our voices are being blasted through the dark web? What, like the space or something? The underweb? The dark web? The what is dark it? web. So right now you can go and listen to the comic trope, or you can buy crystal meth. Via um, different internet currencies. That's cryptocurrencies. So we're doing this because I had a baby, and I really want to get back to the whole weekly comic trope thing, but let me tell you that... Man, it's difficult with two kids. I have zero kids. So yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about that. I know that you two have like zero empathy, and I understand that. Uh, but I don't have a life right now. So the only way I can have friends is over tricast. Tricusta. Tricusta. In my mind, I like to imagine that uh, cast, C A S T, stands for Comics Across Space and Time Trope. Ooh, that's a way better name than the comic trope. We should be the cast podcast. No, that's bad. Never mind. <laughs> cast, 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 cast. Amos. Yes. I don't. I can't look at your face, so I can't tell if you're just secretly judging us. Like your your judginess wasn't a secret in the in the room, but now I just I imagine you just shaking your head at everything I'm saying. I want I'm you to not. Look, I want I'm you not, to. I'm not. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, I just thought that we were having horrible lag. <laughs> You're like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Wait, no, we're not in a cave. We're on the internet. My bad. He's at the Grand Canyon. The rest <laughs> of us are in the tubes. I'm podcasting from the Grand Canyon, from the Grand Canyon, from the Grand Canyon. Uh, my grandmother's name was Echo. Isn't that weird? Oh, I thought you were going to say your grandmother's name was Grand Canyon. That's <laughs> what I thought you were going to say, too. <laughs> my grandmother was the Grand Canyon. I am part Earth. Um, <laughs> You guys ready for an icebreaker? Yeah. Let's do an icebreaker. Okay, guys. I want you to really I want you to get in imagination zone. I want you to 
just swallow a pill of imagination and get ready to blast out some answers that will tickle our listeners. Was that the blue or the red pill? It, you mix them together, that shit is purple as hell. Wait, oh, what does blue and red do? It's purple, yeah. All right, good. I, I know we've gone through this before. You guys know I don't really know colors. I put a U in my color. So, which comic... Wait, no, that's not it. <clears throat> if Mickey Mouse and Batman were Pokemon trainers, who would win in a battle and why? Now, you got to think, Pokemon trainers, they got them Pokeballs. What are they called? They're Pokeballs, right? I think they're called Pokeballs, yes. And Mickey Mouse, leader of Disney, I think that we can go ahead and say. <laughs> leader of Disney. Leader of Disney. I mean, when you think Disney... Great think, and supreme leader of yeah. Disney. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, supreme leader of Disney. Batman, I think some people could say Superman might be the leader of DC, but I'm going with Batman. Because I think that he'd be a little bit smarter about who he chooses to fight than Superman. Uh, Superman, he's a smart guy, but he's no detective. I don't know if you're following me or not, but who's going to win and why, guys? That's, uh, that's a little tough. I mean, I'm assuming that we're saying they're the leader of their respective gyms, which is what I think the the various levels are, of, of Pokemon the game are broken up into? Is that, is that, that correct? Sense. Have either one of you played a Pokemon game before? Never. Never watched a show in my life. But yeah. I assume that from the video game talk that I've read on BuzzFeed and Business Insider that... Uh, <laughs> right. That's where I go for all my Pokemon news. It's Business look, Insider. That's, yeah, look, man, Business Insider, they, they've got really great news articles about Pokemon trainers. Um but in the gyms, I would assume that any any Disney property would roll under Mickey Mouse. And any D- DC property roll up into Batman. Hmm. So actually, maybe we take this a step further, okay? Amos? Yes? You're Mickey Mouse. All right? Okay, I can handle that. Dave? Can you, I need you to hear you talk like him, though. Whoa. Whoa. Apparently Mickey Mouse is underwater. Um, Oh, boy. And Dave, you're Batman. They're not hockey pads. Right? That's what you say, Amos? What's the first Pokeball you throw out? I only have three fingers. They don't make hockey pads for me. (laughs) What's the first Pokeball you throw? Yeah, one of you. Let's flip a coin. Okay, Amos, you won. Um... Do you want to go first or second? What's a Pokeball? I wasn't paying attention. You, you Basically, a Pokeball contains a character from your universe that you throw out to fight Dave from Batman. So, Oh, he looks pretty scary. <laughs> so what, what ball do you throw out? Now remember... Goofy! Dis- All right. <laughs> I choose you, Fee! All right, you choose Goofy. Okay, I, I can't keep this up. <laughs> don't. It's it's horrible. Please don't. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty tickled by Goofy. I choose Yuffie. <laughs> it's also rhymes with Rufy, so I'm I'm hoping you could work that in there. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> All right. Who's fighting Goofy? Who? Do, so who is Batman throwing? Yeah. Hmm. I think Batman gets confused and just starts throwing batarangs. No, that's not fair. You gotta throw. Who's fighting Goofy? Is a Pokeball? I don't have any Pokeballs. 
<laughs> I got some Pokeballs for you. Two of the biggest you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> They're not copyright Wayne Industries. You guys would be really bad in an improv group. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> I need some who, yes and right here, who, guys. Not wrong. Yes and it looks like coming to fight Goofy is none other than Robin. Not calendar, man! Robin, why, Robin why? versus Goofy? <laughs> I'm going to give this to Robin. <laughs> Which Robin but he doesn't even it? wear pants! I should have picked Donald! Also, let me, let me let you know that Disney does own Marvel. And that's what I was kind of hinting at, but you threw Goofy, so... I always throw Goofy. <laughs> he always, you, you know, you're really easy to beat when it's paper rock Goofy because I, I don't always, always play Disney Pokemon, but well, when, when I, I do, do, I usually throw Goofy. I I wonder if I wonder if that's like some sort of a Cockney slang. Like, right? So I was there this weekend and I met this really attractive bird right over at fit. Johnny's place. She, she was, was really, so fit. She was a really fit. And me and the lads were having a, a laugh at it, and you know, I threw Goofy. You know, and I totally fucked my chances. So wait, throwing Goofy is when you ejaculate in your pants? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, but now it is. Okay. I was uh, I took her home right, and we were just rolling around. We were kissing a lot. It was really nice. And then you know, I just start. She just you know, her lips were just nice. And then I just threw a goofy, and it was over. I just didn't. I felt it was awful. It really does <laughs> sound like some nonsense that they would say. It does. It absolutely does. Right. So I had Britney Spears coming down my face, and I just threw goofy right there. Okay. In a I mom's think we've, house. I think we've uh, covered it. No, but you don't understand that. Um, Britney Spears, Spears coming out of your face is also a saying, and it's yes. like when you cry. It's yeah, that's, that's, that's I was at, I was watching um I was watching the last episode of Big Brother, and I really wanted oh yeah because of tears so, yeah, to win. So me. so man, I just Britney speared all of my face, and then I goofied. It was awful. <laughs> Our English accents are what's awful. So <laughs> look, man, I'm not anyway. a professional Englishologist. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys want to talk about some news? So who won? Batman, I guess? I think that we just didn't answer that question. <laughs> I mean, what what are your... I think that... What does your heart tell you? I think what tells me, deep down inside, Batman sometimes loses, but Mickey Mouse never does. So I think Mickey Mouse would have to win. Mickey Mouse would win? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because Batman, you know, a few Robins died under Batman's watch. Who's died under Mickey Mouse's watch? I mean, there's got to be at least a few. Uh, Walt Disney, Ooh. for one. But Wait, you know what? He's frozen. You so. know what? Mickey Mouse would probably throw out Kurt Russellmon. <laughs> yeah. He owns Kurt Russell. That's what I'm saying. Disney owns everyone. He could, they could throw out anyone. Disney could be like, I throw out the world because i own that shit and then dc's like yeah i mean you could buy us so that's right i was gonna go with just regular old snorlax because i feel like that's grumpy enough for batman to handle i know know about like two whole pokemon and they're pikachu and snorlax snorlax sounds like something you say is something you take at night it's like go to sleep right yeah you can't sleep that's a fact down some of that snorlax it's like Nitol will help you get your Z's. Nitol will help you get your Z's. That old jingle. Mm. That old jingle from the sea, aka the 80s. 
Amos, you still judging us? You all right over there? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. All right. How many of us are wearing pants? Just pants? Kinda, yep. I actually have on basketball shorts. <laughs> I didn't know you were a basketballer. I got a basketball Jones. Ah, you beat me to it. <laughs> Jones. Obsession. Hey. A burning desire. Basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. Let's no. talk about... Fuck you. We're doing news. All right? Shh. Um, so man, there's a lot of news since the last time we spoke. Um, and one thing that I did notice on the past month is that, so Spider-Man's coming out this week, Thursday and, uh, shit, is that for real? That's for real. July 7th, 11th, July 7th or 11th, one of the two I'm going, well, that can't be right because the Thursday is the sixth. Well, the, you can see it seven o'clock. IMAX theater the day before it actually comes out. Oh, right, right, right. So, So, okay, maybe it is the 7th. That makes sense to me, then. A lot of people have been talking about the um, Silver Sable, Black Cat, and Venom have been announced by Sony. And at first, it's like they're in a separate universe. And then um, Pascal came on with the director to Homecoming, and they were like, Oh yeah, yeah. It it could totally be in the same universe, and then they were like, "No, it's not." And we really haven't gotten an answer until maybe last week, uh, Wednesday, when someone from Fandango tweeted at him was like, "What's what's the deal?" And those other movies will not take place in the MCU, but they may take place in Sony's. Homecoming universe. What are they calling it? I think they're just calling it the Sony Marvel universe. Is that really what they're calling it? I I think so. So this is the issue that I have with this whole debacle is that they didn't know. The great thing about the MCU is that shit is planned. They know what they're doing two phases later. Like they know what it's happening in like 2040 right now with Marvel but Sony, stuff. but Sony is unsure if the next film is going to actually participate with the MCU or not. Yeah, and I think I think they'd be smart to continue what they're doing. Um, but we'll see. Now, all of the reviews for Homecoming have been excellent. Not even just like, "Hey, that's a good Spider-Man movie," but people are saying like, "This is what a Marvel movie is supposed to be. This is equivalent to Iron Man." That's a that's high praise. Some very That's high excited. praise. Are you guys going to see this movie? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty excited about this film. Uh, we've got uh, Baby Driver, which came out today, which I'm probably going to try and see this evening, uh, and then of course Spider Man, which will come out, I guess, next week, and then shortly after that, we've got a we've got Planet of the Apes. So it's it's a pretty action packed next couple of weeks for shit. Uh, but I'm 
probably out of all of those most excited for Spider-Man. Um, it, I think that Spider-Man is probably Marvel's most recognizable character to the world at large, you know, outside of, of people who read comics. And so I think this is a much, much bigger deal than probably a lot of people that are familiar or really familiar with, with both Marvel comics and the cinematic universe that are probably giving it credit for. This is a huge, huge win for them to be able to do this kind of crossover thing with, with the, the Sony properties. Um, so I'm, I'm excited that it's getting good reviews. I was, you know, really hopeful that after we'd seen the series rebooted twice, that we'd get a really, really great one. Not to say that the last two series weren't good, but they certainly weren't the caliber level that we've come to expect from what Kevin Feige and his team are doing. Yeah, I don't think that, I don't think, I wasn't, I didn't hate the last two Spider-Man films. I thought that the the first, what is the guy's name who played, Sp- I forget his name. Toby. McGuire? No, 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 no. Of the last, the most recent, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I don't, I didn't dislike Andrew Garfield as Spider Man, but no, I definitely didn't either. I didn't care for that second one. No, the second one was real bad. I think that you and I saw that with the uh, the women folk. Yeah, it not was great. Uh, not no, not great. It was super campy in the wrong way. And what's up with like every black superhero having electricity powers? It just seems like unfortunate is that a thing yeah that's a besides thing. google Jamie fox's electra google, like google um google electric african-american comic book heroes it's ridiculous how many amos are you still there this sounds like something that you would definitely comment on oh i'm here not t- you're just you're judging me and shaking your head again aren't you it's disgusting Something about electric black people, I don't know. (laughs) You're not paying attention, are you? I'm paying attention. I think that... uh, I'm trying to remember another black combo character that had powers of electricity. Black lightning? You mean just in general, like throughout comics as well? Yeah. You mean specifically like in movies? No, I'm talking about like comic book characters. For some reason, like every black comic book character has like lightning or th- or thunder or like that's there. For some reason, that has been a thing. Let me see if I can. There's like a huge list of because I mean, Electro is only black in that version of the Spider-Man universe because he's a white dude in the comics. But I guess they looked at it and they were like, well, who are we going to cast for this? Well, he does have electric powers, so it'd probably be best if we found a black person to, to be this, this character. Maybe that was their, their thought. Because it, and they you know, subconsciously drifted that way. They didn't actually know that. But I've never actually heard that before, so I don't know that that's... Storm, Black Vulcan, <laughs> Jakeem Thunder, Static, Black Lightning, Regular Lightning, Black Lightning's daughter... Um, Wait, her name is Regular Lightning? No, it's just Lightning, but I felt uh-huh. like if I said Lightning and then Black Lightning, you thought I was repeating myself. <laughs> I dubbed the Regular Lightning. <laughs> and, uh, and apparently Aqua, Aqualad also has Lightning powers. So, <laughs> and he's Black. Yeah, it's a thing. I, I don't know why. It just is. And then Boom Comics, Vault. It just seems, I don't know. I would like to put together like a Venn diagram of characters with Lightning powers who and then like 
what race they are on the other side and see what happens. That's what I'm going to follow up with you right, guys, you, listeners. You've got, you've got one circle that's kind of a character is with electric powers, electric yep. powers of electricity, and then in another bubble, you've got black combo characters, and your Venn diagram, of course, deta- details exactly where they overlap. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. You guys, in about a week, I'll have this for you. I'll upload it into um, Google Sheets, and you can... No, I'm not doing any of that. But seriously, Google it. It's a thing. Um, Tom Hardy is Venom? No, no, no. Yeah, right? What? Tom Hardy is starring... As Venom, true or false? I is that real? I think it's real. Yes, it's real. Are you sure? Yes. He's gonna be in his own movie, or he's gonna be in. He's gonna be what? Venom. He's gonna be Sony's Venom. So, do you think that somehow Tom Hardy has put himself into a box in which he only plays characters that have their face covered? <laughs> <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road, right? Face covered. Yeah, for some of the film. I mean, that that's that's the thing. Is I that mean, good? kind of. I guess that's the thing. I think he's probably as more often typecast as like a short brawny person. I hope he has. Some- he's short. I actually don't know how tall he is. Why does this come up so often with us? It's because as soon as you hear Tom, you're like, he's got to be short. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Bane. I'm four foot two. Oh, wait. That turned Scottish really quickly. It went like really, like a a really hard pivot to Scottish, like really quickly. Um, Amos, do you have a Bane for me? It's very hard to do over a microphone. Got to tell you. Uh, Is that you're not even going to try for me? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I could, I could try, but I'm not sure if you're going to pick it up. I don't yeah, know. It sounds a little bit like it. It sounds like Bane on a conference call. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn these things. How do you push? Oh, that's Scottish again. <laughs> it's also a Scottish person having a stroke. Yeah, all of my Scottish. <laughs> all of my Scottish accents have strokes. <laughs> it's tragic. Uh, did you see that Gene Simmons wants to trademark the Spider-Man like flick? You know, go go ahead and put your hand up like you're gonna shoot uh, webbing. He wants to he wants to to trademark devil horns, which is technically not the Spider-Man flick because Spider-Man has his thumb out when he does it. What what Gene wants to trademark is the thumb turned inward to the rest of the hand, so just the index finger and the pinky extended. How are you gonna trademark something that I do with my hand? Well, I don't. First off, I don't think he has a chance in hell of being able to actually trademark this thing. Secondly, the belief that his—I I mean, I—I I don't know how I can—I can put it even remotely politely, but Kiss is a bunch of fucking losers, man. Like that is—I I don't understand the appeal of that band at all. They made really, really middling rock music at a time where rock music was at its apex. So I don't understand how they had a following as large as they did. But that kind of thing aside, I mean, he's a joke. That's not going to happen. The the belief that he somehow trademarked devil horns or that he was the first to use devil horns in a rock and roll environment is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. So uh, I, I would hope that Spider-Man hears of this 
swings to his lavish and gaudy and tacky McMansion and then webs him to the ceiling for all of time. And that was How Does Dave Really Feel? I'm, I'm good for at least once an episode. What I don't like about Kiss isn't the fact that I don't really care for their music. It's that Gene Simmons is always such an asshole. Like, I've never, like, seen an interview with Gene Simmons and been like, you know what? He's really learned from his many years. At- no, like, he's just awful, right? Yeah, he's a shitty guy. A really shitty guy. Amos, what, what are your favorite Kiss songs? Uh, I would say Black Diamond is up there. Um, I kind of like that disco song. <laughs> uh, Detroit Rock City's great. But yeah, I'm going to go with Black Diamond. Okay. Guess what? No clue what song that is. How's it go? The Replacements did a cover of it. Can you sing me a little song of it? Sing me a little... No, I don't think I can sing it right now. Could you do like a little like like Whittly Wah with the guitar? Whittly Wah! Oh, I know that song. Um, <laughs> ah, yes. Whittly Wah. Whittly Whittly Wah. That's uh, Carl from Aqua Teen's favorite uh, rock song. Deadpool 2 started filming this week. Ryan Reynolds posted a bunch of stuff on the Twitterverse. A lot of different pictures of him in front of the mansion doing some Star Wars goofing around. Uh, I'm excited for Deadpool 2. How excited should we be for Deadpool 2? And how scared or worried should we be? What do you think? I mean, I, I guess it depends on how excited were you for number one, because I don't think anybody was. Like, I think we were all hopeful that it would be good. I'm like, eh, I like Ryan Reynolds. He's a nice guy. Uh, I'd like to see him pull this off because it's obviously a labor of love for him. And we all went to the theaters in February of 2016 and were blown away, right? Yeah. We all, I mean, we all just were like, oh, oh my God, this is actually really fantastic. How is this a thing? I'm so excited that this was great and I'm surprised. So I think all of us are kind of hoping for a repeat there, but I'm really going to try and approach it with the same filter because I don't want to go into it thinking like, well, he had a home run last time. Maybe this time he'll hit four home runs at the same time. Amos, did you like Deadpool? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. That's all I got. That's fine. <laughs> it was it was good. I enjoyed the Deadpooling. The Deadpooling. So, Watchmen. Have you heard the 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 one, two, three about Watchmen? Are we talking about the television series as written yes. by Damon Lindelof? Yes, we are. Um, yes, I have. Tell me a little bit about Damon Lindelof. Damon Lindelof is a always intriguing, sometimes really solid uh, screenplay writer who's done a number of different things that I'm sure most everybody is at least partly familiar with. His first, I guess, like real moment in the sunshine would have been Lost, uh, which he I got kind of raked over the coals once it wrapped up about you know how like thanks a lot like this show is really great but you know it you should learn how to end a show besides just drag one out forever that the, the network wants you to continue making even long after you, it seems you've lost interest in it. Uh, and he actually <clears throat> got into a huge, um, altercation with a number of individuals over Twitter, uh, whenever breaking bad, uh, wrapped up because everybody, I guess this was some strange moment where everybody thought that like, you know what, that's how you end a television show. 
rather than enjoy the television show that just ended and how how well it was tied with a nice little bow at the on top, I'm going to take to Twitter and I'm going to tell Damon Lindelof that he can't end a television show correctly. So like all these people basically like at like tweeted at like Lindelof and were like, hey, you know. Breaking Bad was awesome. You know, he might have even said, like, you know, congrats, like, the end of Breaking Bad was fantastic, and I guess people decided to jump in on him at that point, and he just, he went back and forth with people, so much so that he actually, uh, like, got off Twitter permanently. Like, he doesn't, so he doesn't use social media anymore, unless he's gotten back recently, and I'm, I'm not aware of it. Uh, but Damon, post-lost. Damon Lindelof off Twitter? Yeah, Damon Lindelof Twitter. Got it. Um, Damon Lindelof Broadway. That's a uh, Wheel of Fortune before and after puzzle. Mm. Yeah, it's not yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, after after that, he he did worked on a, a couple of other pro, uh, projects. He uh, wrote the screenplay or co-wrote the screenplay for Prometheus for Ridley Scott, which was yeah pretty good. I liked it. Um, and most recently, he just wrapped up season three and the the series finale of The Leftovers, which is fucking fantastic. Is it? So. Yeah. Okay, because I've read a lot of good reviews of it. Not that I have time to watch any TV, but I'd like to pretend that if I did, I would watch that. Yeah, uh, Leftovers was fantastic. And honestly, it's probably the most consistent great thing that he's done. So hot off the success of that and probably being much uh, freer and untethered from the, the social media world, he uh, he's headed into uh, do a Watchmen television series. So that's cool. This isn't actually the first time that HBO has tried to kickstart a Watchmen series. Uh, back in 2014, I think that they tried to do a similar project, but um, was it animated? My, I don't know. Here's, here's my thing. We don't need a blue penis. That's my only ask of this show. Speak for yourself. Yeah. Well, need and want, two different things, Amos. But <laughs> my thing is, I can't remember anything except for um, the blue penis, man. I, that's all I can remember of the movie. Can you guys remember anything other than that? That and the soundtrack are the two things that I can remember. Wouldn't um, it have been great if the cover of um, the first issue of uh, Rebirth had been instead of Superman reaching out to the hand, it was just uh, Dr. Manhattan's penis. Or how about was this? When reaching out to it? Yeah. Touching me. Touching blue. <laughs> Sweet Manhattan guy. What if, <laughs> what if the DVD or Blu-ray remastered edition of The Watchmen... The front is like him in his bikini. No, 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 no. The front is whatever. But when you open it up, like with the DVD or Blu-ray, it's him in a bikini. But then when you take the DVD or Blu-ray out, it's then the blue penis. Is that not marketing genius? I think it is. You can take that one from me, whoever did that movie. Sony? (laughs) Who did that? It's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers Brothers owns DC, yeah. Ah, I see. That's a that's a Zack Snyder film. Um, yeah, I think that we can not talk about Zack Snyder this episode, which is he needs some space, so we'll move on. But Batman, we can talk about. Um, Matt Reeves has confirmed that Ben Affleck will indeed star as the Batman in the Batman, and we also know from. Um, an article on IGN is that this is going to be an actual detective 
version of Batman, which do you guys remember? We spoke about this. I don't know, maybe six months to a year ago, we were talking about what we wanted for the, this Batman movie. And all of us agreed that what we really wanted was kind of like a detective take on this movie. Like, let's make it a new, let's get a new R kind of Dick Tracy esque <laughs> movie. <laughs> Do you guys remember the Dick Tracy movie? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, was it Warren Beatty? Yeah, Warren Beatty. Oh man, Flathead was even—he even had a flat head. That's when comic book movies were literal. <laughs> flat top, flat, flat top. top. What did I call flat it? Top. Flathead. Flathead. That's a screwdriver. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. I, I don't put together the IKEA furniture in my house. It's my wife. They should—they uh, should bring back Flat Top, rename him Flathead, and then have him advertise Philips Hue light bulbs. Hmm. Because it would be Flathead and Phillips, no? No. Maybe maybe Alan could join them? Oh. I don't know. And they could be drinking an orange juice and vodka? That's probably that's probably the world's first ever toolbox humor. Hey, welcome to my podcast, Toolbox Humor. It's hammer <laughs> is, time. Is uh is Tim Allen? T- Tim Allen. That's who the that's who the Allen is. Oh man. Tim Allen shows up with Flathead. <laughs> Phillips, you light bulbs, and they drink vodka and orange juice together while having a podcast. Amos, do you have a Tim Allen voice you can give us? (laughs) Uh? (laughs) Oh, I love cocaine. Wait, all of a sudden, I'm uh, Gruff Uh, McGruff, the crime dog. (laughs) Oh, did we not talk about him last time? Gruff McGruff? Uh, maybe that was some uh, else. Some other podcast you're on. You're not some telling other, us about some other. I'm on a lot of podcasts. Hey, so I'm reading the IGN article that um, that Matt Reeves talks about uh, the solo Batman movie, and it starts with I think a, a word combination we can all agree needs to go away: juicy morsels. I think that you shouldn't be able to use those word combinations anymore. How do you guys feel about juicy morsels? I have no feeling about that. So when, if someone was like, Oh man, someone really dropped some juicy morsels. <laughs> you would be like, yeah, that's totally normal. I, I mean, that's like a, that's like a scoop, isn't it? That's like a, uh, something that a reporter would be like, I just picked up some juicy morsels that somebody <laughs> dropped in an interview. No, that's pretty weird. <laughs> it's super weird. It's something that like you read and scan over and it's okay, but you say out loud. Like I was about to just read the first part of this article, but then, then I realized I would have to say juicy morsels. And I was like, there's no way I can possibly say juicy morsels. Would, would you rather say juicy morsels? Or when I was at Disney a couple months ago, um, when I was down there for celebration, uh, there was uh, a, I I guess they were British that were kind of a couple of people in front of us, like waiting in line to get on like spaceship earth or something. And I think they had recent, or maybe it was in animal kingdom. Regardless, they had just gotten off like a water ride and they were like soaked. And the mother was like asking like the teenage daughter, she was like, have you got moist bottoms? And I was (laughs) like, perhaps she does in fact have moist bottoms. And I, I think that I'd rather say juicy morsels than moist bottoms. Yeah. yeah, But try saying it with a British (laughs) accent. It might be better. I just did, didn't I? No, juicy morsels. Oh, he's got juicy morsels. That sounds delicious. That I'm, I'm, I'm immediately in a bakery, yeah. and someone is handing me a chocolate chip uh, biscuit or whatever they call cookies over there. Hey there, we just uh, finished baking some challah bread. Mm. Uh, here, would you like a, a juicy morsel of it? That's good, right? 
That sounds. This is just the episode where we make fun of English people. I'm not so. making fun of them. Everything that I've said about English people has been positive because in that accent, anything is better. It's just true. Is it? Imagine. Uh, I was going to say, imagine, like, let's say some. There's no heaven? <laughs> imagine there's no heaven. Wait, what was that? <laughs> That was Paul. That was not John. You nope. just sorry. tried to give a John quote, but you... Yeah, hey, I'm sorry. There's no heaven, John. He's... I don't, I don't know. Juicy morsels. I think we can all agree it needs to go. I disagree. I like juicy morsels, personally. Amos, you're the tiebreaker here. <laughs> uh, what am I doing? Are you pro or con juicy morsels? I'm pretty con. All right. There we go. We're putting juicy morsels in the bucket with panties. We're over it. (laughs) How did panties get there? Because it's a word everyone hates. Panties? Do you like saying the word panties? (laughs) I rarely do, but uh, it's another word that you read it and it's absolutely fine. But when you bring it up in a conversation, everyone kind of irks. I I think that this Uh, is part of you having two daughters bleeding over. I think that this is a a weird place for you because now you're having to say panties a lot and you don't like it. No, no, no. I've always disliked the word panties. I just have. And it's because it's a ridiculous word. It's just underwear or sexy underwear, whatever. But panties. So, moist bottoms would be the better. What the hell are y'all talking about? We're talking about words that are okay <laughs> to a, read. This is a comic book podcast, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. You know, again, you'd be really Basically, bad at improv. Basically, we're, we're, we're just here. We're talking about the fact that Blake is a panty waste when it comes to saying panties. All right. Juicy morsels and panties. All right. Moving on. <laughs> You know, when you love them together, it actually isn't a great thing. By their by themselves, I think they're fine. But when you say juicy morsels and panties. So we've got confirmation from Kevin Fiage that Miles Morales does in fact exist somewhere in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So there is another Spider-Man in the MCU. That to me seems like an issue for Sony. Unless this is something that Kevin's already spoken about with Sony. I mean Again, if they have the franchise rights, which they do, then it's very possible that this is a move that he's spoken about with them. And I think that as an extension of getting Peter Parker Spider-Man to appear in MCU, probably it was set up in with the forethought that, and we'll also want, of course, Miles Morales to eventually make an appearance post-Infinity War in Phase 5 or 6 or whatever. So I think that's just Kevin being Kevin. You mentioned earlier that, you know, the MCU and Kevin has done a fantastic job of being able to look, you know, forward. Yeah. You know, several steps ahead to make sure that they're continuously thinking of of how to continue you know, improving upon this model and expanding it as, as far as they can until the, the bubble bursts on itself. And I think this is just one more move that way. Um, which, and I, so I find this news less surprising. I think that it's interesting for sure because it, it does mean that we'll probably more than likely be able to see Miles in some film at some point. But equally interesting to me uh, this past week was that they confirmed that the little kid in the Iron Man mask yep. that, that says hello to Tony Stark uh, is in fact Peter Parker, which is kind of retconning, right? I mean, they, it, they might have like, you know, put it in there to be like, yeah, we just got a little kid from Queens in there and we can just say it's Spider-Man or they might not have thought that at all, but it is cool. That they can go back and, you know, a, 
it might be because they plan on bringing that up at some point, but uh, we'll just have to see. I think it's cool either way. I think it's cute. I mean, that's that's just, you know, not a lot of things in comic movies are cute, but damned if that isn't. All right, so this is not comic book news, but I feel like, Dave, you're a video game guy. It's true. And with how crazy popular the Nintendo Classic Edition was, I felt it would be a misstep if we didn't at least announce or talk about the announcement that Super Nintendo Classic Edition is going to arrive in September 29th with 21 games. Have they announced the games yet? I don't think they have. They did. They did? Yeah, they announced everything in one go. Um, they announced... Well, and not only did they announce the games that will appear on it, but they also announced uh, the all three models. So Europe is getting a model, uh, and uh, ye old Japan is getting a model as well. So the Super Famicom Classic... Uh, the Super Nintendo Classic uh, US and the Super Nintendo Classic EU. Um, personally, I would prefer getting the Fennec. EU version. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's shaped like the, the Super Famicom, which is a much cooler design in my personal opinion. Um, I really dislike the the design aesthetic of the, the Super Nintendo. And I, that said, Super Nintendo is probably my favorite video game system of all time um it hit me at a really prime age Mm -hmm. in my like mid to late teens yeah me too and it uh it did i mean obviously i I played a lot of games on it and it just it was a it was a big thing for me um at that that period of my life but the the super nintendo styling is really weird it's got those like dark and light purple flares to it and it's real boxy and kind of 80s looking um the the famicom is is much sleeker uh and the the super nintendo looked just like the super famicom mm-hmm. in the uk uh, in addition instead of having the like the the two-tone face buttons yeah it's got all like we had in the, the red States, it's green got the, yeah right it's got the four color face buttons on the controllers yeah. so well i have to say that the all of the games that they picked for the u.s release and they're good i mean you got yeah. secret of mana mega man 10 Star Fox. I don't Star Fox both Star Fox made it. Huh. Well, yeah, and this is a big deal because Star Fox 2 has never actually been released. It was finished, um it was worked on by another studio, not Nintendo, um R&D1, I think which did the original Star Fox. It was a company called Argonauts did it and their game got shelved basically at the last minute, so it's never actually been released. So it will be released finally that's and, cool uh, that's really cool yeah i've played every one of these games other than that wait no i've never played earthbound so i've played all of them but that that's cool i mean this is a good buy but here's the thing will you be able to get it well they've already said that they will be manufacturing i think i forget what the exact quote was but promising that it would be much easier to get a hold of one and they'd be manufacturing much much more of them than they did of the first one based on the demand that the nes classic uh saw so i'm hopeful that we're not going to have to be you know scrounging you know the the stores for one of these things or the internet or paying you know scalpers on ebay because that's that's just no fun you didn't get the first one or the the nintendo version I do have you it, did? yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How hard was it for you to get that one? I know that you were searching for a while. Yeah, it was it was pretty difficult. What ended up happening was a friend of mine was able to catch it at the exact right moment on Amazon uh, two different times. And the first time he ordered one for himself, and the second time he ordered one for me. So, Damn, you got some good friends. I do. Some of that good, I do. good. Um, so, 
something caught my eye on my RSS feed, and it was a Klingon Jedi action figure. <laughs> it was just a picture, okay? And I thought it was a joke, but apparently from reading more, it absolutely wasn't a joke. There was an eBay listing, and someone created, packaging and all, a Klingon Jedi action figure. So, And it was Worf. I'm saying that right. I'm not a star. Worf, yeah. I'm a Star Trekkie. Um I just felt like that was worth talking about because it seems like something that is blasphemous to most people. Because I think everyone is either a Star Trek or Star Wars person, right? No, I love them both equally. If you had to choose, though. I'm uh, not sure I could. Choose right now. Yeah, I don't think I can. Do I don't know. <laughs> this is Sophie's choice, damn you. You'll have to choose. Uh, I mean, I get shit. I don't know. Both have some some pretty good and some pretty bad. Um, I, I have a hard time imagining saying Star Trek and then I give up Empire Strikes Back or, or saying Star Wars and then I give up... Um, the Voyage Home. Well, <laughs> believe it or not, my favorite series is Enterprise. I think we've talked about that before. It's been uh, a long time. I know we've sung about it before. No, we definitely have done that. There's multiple yeah. episodes in which I have made you i've synced up your singing with the actual song yeah i also love deep space nine i mean next generation's great too i don't know so you're saying star trek that's what i'm hearing i i don't know i don't know i don't think i could you put a gun to my head you just have to kill me you you know what you're gonna have to but here's the thing is it a laser gun (laughs) or is it a phaser a phaser is that what they are in Star All Trek. Right. Is it a phaser or is it a glowing sword? You choose. <laughs> is it a phaser or a laser? Is it a phaser? Frickin' laser beams. Um, I have recently, on this podcast, been watching Star Wars films. I haven't really watched much Star Trek, but I, I'd have to say, based on the movies I've watched, I would go Star Trek. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. You've seen yeah, Empire Strikes Back, man. That's so fucked up. Um, I'm actually enjoy seeing star wars films in the theater so far so more so than i have star trek films in the theater so i haven't seen the last one i keep watching like 20 minutes 30 minutes in it seems pretty good the one that was done by the fast and furious guy beyond yeah yeah i I really want to finish that movie seems good anywho let's um, so so super nintendo classic uh i'm excited about it so I, I think the only thing, and especially to tie it to comic books, is there is a few glaring omissions on there that I really wish uh, were there to kind of highlight some of the, the classics that the the system had. And most notably of those would be um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time. Oh, yes. Oh, hell but, yes. The water level gave me my first stroke as a child. I cannot tell you... <laughs> That was a strange sentence. I, Here it comes, guys. Here, I was like waiting for it. I was like, "What's it? What did it give him? Do you remember the be? water level where you're on the surfboard and you no. go my toe when you're underwater? No, no, that's no, the no. Nintendo that's, game. That's the NES game. Yeah, that NES jam. Oh, so hard. Um, remind me, was that the one that was also in the arcade? Yes, correct. Oh, it was a, that shit was so good. 
There were two arcade games, the Ninja Turtles arcade game, and then there was Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. And Turtles in Time is the one where they go through the various like uh, eras, like fighting the Wild West and then on a pirate ship and there's Foot Clan there at every step of the way. But I mean, that's, that's a comic book game. So it's, I guess, relevant to this podcast, but it's, I, I would imagine it's a licensing nightmare because at the time Konami had the rights to the Ninja Turtle license but that ninja turtle license is no longer like mirage studios or whoever owned it back then it's i think it's owned by nickelodeon now and i believe the video game rights are the sole property of ubisoft potentially so like there's i guess it would be really difficult to to get all that lined up to make work so it will not appear there's a couple of others too pilot wings chrono trigger which it really surprises me that it wasn't on there especially given that um secret of mana and, and ff6 were on there uh, like pilot wings. There's a there's a few things that are that are missing, but for the most part, it's a really really solid list. And uh, I know this is stupid, but I would assume that all of the games have been remastered for high def television. Yeah, I believe. It, I mean, this will probably be very. I mean, not probably not very similar, probably identical to the NES classic, which has an HDMI out. Okay, um, and so not necessarily remastered, but they do have to go back in. And get the 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 screen ratios to work because most yeah. everybody at this point in time uses a high def television that is widescreen. Yep. All these games are released on you know CRT uh, televisions with you know interlaced lines and uh, you know very very small amounts of of lag, which also presents a problem because the signal refresh rate on CRTs is near instantaneous. But a nerd stuff aside, I mean, yeah, there's definitely some things they have to do to get it to look not shitty and not ruin your childhood when you go play it. Hey, let's talk about comic books. Um, so gross. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel in September is, I think the legacy one shot comes out before September. But anyway, in September, the legacy comics come out, which there's going to be 52 of, which, only Marvel could think of such genius to put out 52 comic books. So good on them. Um, but <laughs> the real the real interesting thing here is that all of the politics that have kind of happened in Marvel in the past, well, since, uh, well, since last December when um, they blew up the universe, right? Things have changed. And we don't know if this legacy reboot, I don't think it's a reboot, but this this legacy event, which Marvel is refusing to call an event, because if you remember, they came out a few months ago and said no more events after their events have failed. We don't really know what it's going to be doing to some of our characters, and we don't know if it's like a reboot to normalize some, or if it is in fact just trying to fix and make Marvel a little bit more exciting and pull a rebirth. But they have announced some titles, which I am pretty excited about. The main title that I am super excited about is that apparently Frank Castle has found War Machine uh, armor, because War Machine is dead. So imagine the Punisher in the War Machine technology. How fucking badass does that sound? Yeah, I, I saw the cover for that, and I'm really excited about that one. That one seems like 
right up my alley. So check out the covers online, people, because they're they're basing all the covers off of famous um, comic, like classic comic book, uh, classic comic books. So like the original Iron Man, like when Iron Man was introduced, is going to be a um, the same cover pretty much, but with Thor on it. And so there's a bunch of like really cool uh, mix match of different um, artwork, but. At the same time, like a lot of the comics that are doing really well right now, including Chip Chip Zardisky's Chip Zardusky's uh, Spider Man is still going to run through it. But I did see. Do you want to say it correctly, Chip (laughs) Zardisky? Zadarsky. It's Zadarsky. Zadarsky. ZD. Chip ZD um, did tweet today. Something that said things to do this year, and it was like fuck a sailor, something else, something else, kill Spider Man, something else, something else, and then Spider Man is apparently in jail in this um, cover that's been not leaked, but a cover that's been teased, um, and it's uh, the same cover as when um, Captain America went to jail the first time. Well, not the first time, but you know, in current thing you do. Anywho. Do you have a question, Dave? <laughs> no, I just wanted to push that button. So for people listening, we're trying out um, TriCat, or just Cast, right? And there's these buttons that you can push to ask a question. It just says, hey. And, uh, you know, Dave asked the question, and he didn't have one. But I'm also kind of not excited about some of the comics that are coming out. So, So Thor, which... The female version of Thor, Thor, who has the hammer, Mew Mew, um, has been slowly Mew Mew. dying, and it looks like they're going to kill her, or she's going to die. And it's this, what's cool, though, is it's the same cover as when Captain Marvel died. So that's kind of neat. I have high hopes for um, Legacy, but currently it seems like with these marvel comics you just got to follow the writers and not follow the imprint and that's kind of true with everyone right yeah i mean i think that's it's like a skilled labor squeeze elsewhere in in other industries is that comics themselves i think are having a lot demanded of them and there just aren't as many gifted naturally gifted and really really talented writers as there are comic books and so people are constantly complaining that like, well, I mean, I'd like a few books from each of the big two. And then I like a lot of the stuff that's on image or dark horse. Um, but you know, they can be a lot more choosy with, with the smaller imprints because you know, they don't have these massive universes that they have to shoulder at all times. And comics have gone from being, you know, something that the kids predominantly read and older adults that have not grown past their childhood. Mm-hmm. to being something that, you know, is looked at as like an actual medium of, of real storytelling, like where you can go. I mean, like, you know, people who grew up with comics in the eighties and nineties and the seventies, you know, right. Have grown up with comics and expected them to grow with them for the first time. I don't think people in the forties and fifties are like, yeah, I hope the comic books grow up with me. You know, that, that just wasn't something that happened. So now you've got really, really, you know, gifted writers who grew up reading comic books who want to give back to the medium. Um, but you know, like anything, there's just not that many of them. You're not going to have just oodles and oodles of, of skilled labor at, at any level like that to support the, the massive amounts of, of, 
you know, books that the big two are trying to support every single month. So I think that you run into an issue of you either pare it down, which they're not going to do because even when a book is written kind of poorly, it still sells some copies. Uh, and they just cancel it and move on to another book that's written just as poorly by the same person. Yeah. And just wait for something to stick and then write it out. Right. Right. Um, what I hope that Marvel notices though, is that the praise that they get for comic books, a lot of them have been the lighter, funnier ones. Um, you know, you guys know that I don't really care to read Deadpool, but he sells really well and he's kind of light and even though he's dark, right. But he kills a lot of people, but he's kind of funny and the past, I don't know, year or two of Deadpool, various writers, but most of them have been pretty decent. And the same with squirrel girl. Um, those books are really good and they're, they're kind of being directed to a different, um, reader and they're being successful. So I hope that even though Marvel wants to have some darker, more rebirth ish comics that they don't neglect the stuff that's being successful now, because a lot of the lighter, funnier books are great and they're also age appropriate to bring in younger readers. So. Sure. That's my only hope. But I I think I'm looking forward to that. But DC Comics are really good right now to talk a little bit about DC. Did you guys see that the Elmer Fudd Batman came out? It is. It is out. It, it's out. First, uh, it's by Tom King. The first uh, comic came out, and it is excellent. It is the best crossover yet, and there's been a few. Um, you guys know that I... Uh, about a year ago, talked about how much I like the Flintstones, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is not cartoon Elmer Fudd. This is if you took Elmer Fudd, put him in a noir Batman universe, and he's a crazy old motherfucker with a sinister, like, deranged uh, speech impediment, and he's hunting Batman. It's good. It's like a 10 out of 10 good. So read it. Uh, um, I don't know what else I can say without ruining it, but it it has some of the best first lines of a comic book ever. And and Tom King's amazing, right? Image was amazing. So uh, read it. I I just kind of want to leave it at that because the book is really good. I'll check it out. I mean, like when we we talked about this whenever they were showing off the the teaser art for it uh, about half a year ago or so. Uh, and I was very intrigued by it just because what a what a screwball concept in and of itself. So I I'll definitely check that out. And plus, you you didn't steer me wrong with Flintstones, just fantastic. It was so, so it's so weird. It was good, up. right? Yeah, uh, it was good stuff. I want to end on a little game that I like to call Radical Cool, not Radical Islam. That's the name of this game. Um, so in the '90s, everyone wanted to be all about the X Games, right? Wanted to ride skateboards, like 80s and 90s. What comic book characters would you consider skateboarding comic characters? What, what ones do you think you get away with being on a skateboard? Or rollerblades? And what, what ones absolutely cannot? Like, I feel like Deadpool on a skateboard is pretty easy. Yep. And I think that Spider-Man on a skateboard happened with Garfield, right? Peter Parker. Yeah. That didn't work, though, did and it? Then, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are often on skateboards, and I think I've seen them on rollerblades too. Sure, really? Pretty sure. All right, what comic book characters could you absolutely not put on rollerblades? The Vision. <laughs> no, I could totally see Vision trying to rollerblade. I mean, he could put them on, but I don't see any reason. Like to. the Punisher is someone that I just cannot fathom having oh, sure. rollerblades. Okay. Like, can you? You know? <laughs> can you just imagine? I guess he does have the headband, but but he could kill fifty percent more quickly <laughs> if he if he figured it out. I yeah. I realized in Nam that if I strap these rollerblades, no, I can't see it. I don't know if uh, Thanos would be great for rollerblades. Yeah, potentially not. <laughs> I think that each an... one is a different Infinity Stone <laughs> or gem. I had these polished down into wheels. <laughs> All right, here we go. Into wheels. (laughs) He's got... Doctor Doom might be a little bit of a stretch. It's true. I can see Doctor Doom from the Squirrel Girl comics. Oh, yeah, sure. They're all rollerblading uh, across campus. Yeah, I could see him doing Um, that. Okay, Batman. Skateboard or rollerblades? Well, this is one of those things where I believe rollerblades because they would come out of his boots. Absolutely. You know what I mean? He would like throw a, a grappling hook like onto the back of a truck, yeah. like an illegal cigarette truck, and then this is and this is like you know forties Batman. He's... An illegal cigarette truck. <laughs> <laughs> they might have booze yeah. and cigarettes in that truck, right? So he's you know he straps his grappling hook onto the fender, and then the the bat wheels come out of his feet, his shoe, his shoes, his bat yeah, shoes. His bat hook shot from his batarang gun. Belt. belt. His bad belt. His... And then Robin is, you know, easily a shoe in for skateboarding. So Yeah, yeah. That's that Although also for rollerblading. Yeah. He it's probably something they do around the circus tents in the afternoon before the show goes on. Yep. Skateboarding but on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Skateboarding but on his hands. Yeah. Yep, that sounds about right. Absolutely. All right. Uh Lockjaw from the Inhumans. He'd be like that skateboarding dog from uh, Raw. It's just—it's a huge skateboard. Yeah, it's like the size of a. It's couch. just like that YouTube dog. Absolutely. <clears throat> yep. I love that. I want someone to paint that so that I can have a portrait of him in such a fashion hanging over my bed. Yeah. It would make me very happy. I wish that I could could do that. I think Wonder Woman would have a badass skateboard. Would she just ride yeah. on? Her, she would like ride on her shield. Oh hell yeah! She would throw her shield down mm-hmm. on the uh, on the snow, and she would just slide down. So maybe she'd be more of a snowboarder. But Captain America definitely wouldn't, because that's what the youths do. Yeah, yeah. I say to you, America is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Skateboarding is not a crime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we end this, I want you to know that I went ahead and Googled skateboarding um, comic book characters, and it came up with a few that we didn't mention that were obvious. Bart Simpson. Yeah. Dennis the Menace. We, we mentioned Michelangelo. And then a bunch that I've never heard of, but one that I really want to talk about. And he is Scrooge McDuck. El Guapo. Now, <laughs> I had no fucking clue about El Guapo. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to send you this Wikipedia article here. 
<laughs> that's the guy. Um, that's the guy from Three Amigos. So El Guapo. Uh, he's Spanish. That means the handsome one. Is a is a mutant character. He's from the Ecstatics, right? From the Ecstatics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I read that like in. Well, a long time but, ago. High but school. did you know that he was attacked by a sentient skateboard? Did not remember that one. Okay, he got beaten to death in the face, in which he said, no, not the face, by a sentient skateboard. Well, he's the handsome one. Yep. So. He was very, very sad about that. And then, in a, um, a freak accident in one of the comics... His legs got chopped off, and in which he was still alive, but rode a sentient, a different sentient skateboard around just on his torso, like he was from the movie Kids. You remember that one scene in the movie Kids? I have no legs. I have no legs. Um, <laughs> what the fuck, comic books? What the fuck? Now, if I'm remembering correctly, he actually had his legs blown off by a missile while fighting the Taliban. Oh, that's I right. Believe, <laughs> I believe that's how that actually yeah. happened. Um, he was fighting the fucking Taliban <laughs> and got his legs blown off and rode, then rode around on a sentient skateboard. I mean, honestly, Sony, if you're looking for your next hit, El Guapo is the way to go, Right. Fox, Fox has the mutants. Oh, my bad. Fox, I know you fox with this. <laughs> That's right. Fox News is Alley, though, right? The Taliban. Yeah. They took a skateboarder from us, a talented young skateboarder in the prime of his life. Well, he is from South America, so. Yeah, they love to uh, to look like they're inclusive, so that's that's perfect for them. Oh, yeah, what's his name? Um can't think of he he went in the basement um and tried to dig up someone's bones he worked for fox right what was his name alex jones no he like had his own like tv show and then became a legit reporter can't think nah, can't do it can't think of it probably gonna have to cut all that out now are you talking about Geraldo? yes Geraldo. He opened uh, Capone's yeah. vault. That's what you're thinking about. But there was nothing. Yeah, in but it. he was like trying to dig up the, his. He thought his bones were there, right, or something like that. He, I think he thought there was treasure. treasure? In there. Capone's like, like, treasure. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, Geraldo, obviously. I guess I can leave all that in now. <laughs> so that works. You've been vindicated. I've been vindicated. Now I will ma- I will say that uh, Eddie Winslow on the hit television series of the '90s. Uh, Family Matters, which was their next door neighbor, uh, Eddie Winslow, their next door neighbor. Um, I don't know. Actually, maybe they wasn't their neighbor, but Eddie Winslow's best friend was Waldo Geraldo Faldo. Oh, I remember that. Um, was that the same show that had a kid named Boner, or is that something else? That's that's uh, Growing mm. Pains, which is hilarious. That on a show called Growing Pains, there's a character named Boner. <laughs> yeah, but did Boner mean erection back then? I thought it, boner, it just meant like a boner mix means up, right? Like, a boner is like it's like a goofy, uh, right? It <laughs> yes, it means to throw a. Goofy. It means to throw a goofy, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's funny because 
our interpretation of throw it goofy is also the definition of what we now think of as boner. But you could also say to throw a goofy would be what boner used to mean, which was to, you know, to, to screw yeah. up or to like a smooth move X lax kind of situation. Oh man. What the name of this episode is going to have to be to throw a goofy boner. Um, <laughs> throwing goofy boners <laughs> with the comic trope. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Um, guys, thank you so much for hanging out and recording online hopefully it sounds great so we can not ever see each other again but actually <laughs> yeah, do the podcast yeah. i haven't seen blake or dave in 20 years but this thing's going strong yeah but we still doing this yeah so i don't know the next time we record hopefully soon i'd love for this to be weekly again so the people who do listen to this know that uh we're trying our best it's just fucking two kids am i right maybe that should be how i end it instead of uh yeah i no. would <laughs> Fuck you guys. All right. Thanks again, Amos and guest hyphen EQ. Oh, wait, that's Dave. All right. Hey, thanks again, yeah. Amos and Smiling Dave. Um, next week, we'll talk about a comic, but I'm not sure. Either way, from this guy to everyone else, I want to remind you to read a fucking comic. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. What's weird is now. You were Batman. What's weird is that, like, now we're not in the same room. Bye. Like, bye is actually goodbye <laughs> to you guys as well. Dying Batman. <laughs>